0: Hey folks, Sir Charles Carey, peak performance strategist, author, and coach here, and I've got a question for you. Are you registered to vote? Headcount is a nonpartisan organization that works with the music and entertainment industry to get fans to vote. To update or check your voters' registration status, go to headcount.org where you'll find all of the information you need to be ready for Election Day. That's headcount.org. And be ready, because it's time for you to vote. This is Change the Brain, conversations without limitations. Welcome to Around the Mic with Sir Charles. You'll hear this broadcast either on the podcast, Around the Mic, or on my social media page, Change the Brain, conversations without limitations you know it's not just about me so you'll hear information from different speakers trainers coaches and authors all for you so get your pad your notepaper, if possible so that you can take copious notes on how you can also become better the best version of you and like i always say you've got to radiate the brain and change the game Welcome back once again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Sir Charles Carey, and uh, we have a fantastic episode for you today on Change the Brain, Conversations Without Limitations. This gentleman has a storied past, but you know what? He did not let it get in his way. He continues to do, I mean, just insurmountable things. I mean, he's reached higher heights, and it's just proof that where you came from, doesn't have to be the end destination. So, without further ado, I want to introduce Steve Hopper. What's hey, going John, on, man? man,
1: Mr. Carey, man, thank you so much, bro, for having me on here today. I'm so excited. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. I'm humble, man, to to be on here with you, bro, and just spend some time with you. Fantastic.
0: Look, man, it's been a while. I know we've crossed paths and been in some of the same circles, but you know, this is the first time you know that we're actually able to. Um, converge with one another uh, outside of you know someone else's influence so I'm glad that you're here as well yeah you know I wanted to ask you man you know I know you're doing a lot of big things in Florida I see a a lot of the events you're doing I'm really impressed and, and you know that's the way it's supposed to go but tell people a little bit about what you're doing or about you the person
1: well, you know, uh, I'll give you a little bit of quick background here. Uh, obviously, you know, it's everything's built on the on the foundation of the story. And I didn't share my story for a long time. I know a lot of people out there struggle with that. And um, I didn't share my story for a long time because I was afraid that my story would close doors. It would prevent opportunity. And just to give you a Reader's Digest version of my story, 17 years old, I had some amazing opportunities in front of me. I wanted to be a football player. It was what I wanted to do with my life. Went to a party one night my senior year in high school, uh, got into a fight with another teenager, and unfortunately, that teenager uh, slipped into a coma. And so three days after that altercation, the sheriff's department showed up at my parents' house with a warrant for my arrest for attempted murder, and I... Turned myself in. My father took me down to the county jail. Last thing he said to me before I walked through those doors was, "Son, keep your head up. We're gonna get this. We're gonna get this all figured out. It's gonna be okay." And uh, 90 days later, uh, I called home. My mom answered the phone crying and said, "He came out of the coma and he's gonna live." And it was the the best news I'd ever heard in my life. But when I speak at the high schools and the middle schools, I try to impart on our youth that when you make bad choices in life, they're almost always going to be bad consequences that come along with those choices and those consequences for me were going to be great so to make a long story short here today for that one swing that one lapse in judgment at 17 years old they sentenced me to 10 years in florida state prison wow and you know charles i spent that time just eating, sleeping, drinking, every ounce of self-development material that I could get my hands on. I won't go too deeply into things here with you today because I know we've only got a small amount of time with each other, but you know, I came to know the Lord in prison. I had a spiritual awakening. It was a life-changing experience for me, and I knew in that moment that my life had meaning and it had purpose, and that one day I was going to go and do great things. I had no idea what those great things were. I just knew that I wanted to uh, to go and accomplish whatever it was. I had no idea that at this point in my life, I would be speaking, motivating, inspiring, coaching, doing all of these things. I just wanted to develop myself from the inside out. So I spent seven years on that 10 year sentence, eating, sleeping, drinking, every ounce of self-development material that I could get my hands on. Again, not knowing what I would use it for one day, just wanting to get better. So I got out of prison at 24 years old and you know, went through some changes, went into corporate America, did some cool things, uh, got laid off, lost everything. It's just been an, an amazing roller coaster ride, man. That but is a story and a half. Yeah, it's Woo! it's 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 been a pretty crazy and exciting journey. But you know, God's been with me every step of the way, bro. He's been yeah. yeah. Um, even when I was trying to create my own destiny and make my own path, uh, it's almost like He would let me do it for a little while and say, "Okay, well, I'm going to let you learn this because that's going to help you and ultimately what I want you to do." and then he just kept leading me down this path to get me to where I'm at right now. Yeah. And it's you know I realized uh gosh man it's, all, it's it hasn't been a really long time Charles it's been probably maybe 3 years that I came to that understanding as to what got what it was that God wanted me to do what my purpose was and that was to speak inspire and motivate uh, people to a higher level Uh, In their business and in their lives. So, isn't that amazing how we go through so many different things? And you can, I know, I can't say
0: for you, but for me, I figure, like, wow, at this age, I should be at this stage in my life. And you're still learning and still evolving. And, you know, God still sprinkles nuggets of wisdom over you every step of the way at different parts or different points. And it's like you get that aha moment it just comes out of nowhere and it's like man i'm still learning good and things of depth that are really pertinent to me you know being a success uh just being happy and and joyous in my life and i just find that amazing
1: no it is man and it's it's so funny too because when you realize that that's happening in your life and you actually start to pay attention you can almost see it happening in front of you and you you know there's times i'll look out and i'll be like okay i get it i see i see what you just did <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah exactly yeah yeah wow. so well, so I yeah see- so to to to, to, to I, you know I, I know i took a long journey to get it's okay to question but you know you mentioned some of the things that we're doing here and You know, once once I realized that I had received this calling and I realized that the devil was a liar and that telling my story was not going to close doors. It was actually going to open more of them. That's right. Yeah. When I came to that understanding, uh, the roof just kind of blew off of things and I started going out and I started sharing my story. And next thing you know, I was speaking five times a week. And it's funny because at one point my wife came to me several months into it. and She goes, honey, she goes, "I, I love that you're doing this. I love that you're out there motivating and inspiring people, but are you ever going to make any money at this? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I said, yeah, I guess I better figure that out. Right. Right. So, um, you know, I began to really start to look at a lot of different ways that I could use my skill and talent um, to support my family and still, you know, ultimately have that number one goal of going out and just lifting people up and and taking them to another level. And one of the ways I did, let me ask you this.
0: Mm -hmm. You, um, now, did you write about your story? Is there a book that uh, chronicles you know, what you went through? Yeah
1: there, yeah, there is actually my book. And it's funny because um, I fought writing this book tooth and nail. But it, again, it was part of God's plan and ultimately mm. ended up happening. But my book is called From Prison to Purpose. Wow. And it's just kind of my story as well as um, I lay out the blueprint that God laid out in my life for me to figure out what my purpose was. Mm -hmm. And in a nutshell, there were clues throughout my life that led me ultimately to what it was that I was supposed to be doing. And as I looked back at my life and I saw all the clues matching up, um, there was no, no doubt in my mind that he had blessed me with this ability to go out and speak. And that's what he wanted me. That was my gift. He wanted me to use ultimately for the kingdom. So. That's amazing because yeah.
0: you know our, our stories parallel in so many ways. Um, now, when you speak, or let me just ask you, to ask you this: What is your core message? Is it in leadership? Is it uh, you know what, what's your focus?
1: Yeah, it's um, it's influence, and you know my core message is that our success in life, uh, in business, and in life is greatly dependent upon our ability to go out and influence others in a positive way. So the cool thing about that is that that core message is really can when I you know when I work with people when I'm doing my coaching and I'm working with people on developing their core message, developing their signature speeches, it's it's creating something that universally we can use in any scenario that we're put in. So in other words, that ability to influence for me um, is so powerful that I can use it if I'm speaking at a high school and middle school, I can talk to the students about the power of their influence uh, positively in others and what they need to do to have that, that ability to influence. If I'm speaking in corporate America, uh, you know, same scenario, whether you're an employer, whether you're upper management, having that ability to influence is one of the most powerful uh, things that you can possess. And we all have the ability, we all have the ability to influence others. It's just that most people don't really tap into that ability, master it, and use it for whatever their purpose is. Exactly. That's so,
0: so true, man. You know, people want the results, but many times they don't want to do the work to get the results. You know, they don't want to make the investment money, time, whatever it may be, but they still want this great thing or this positive thing to to happen in their lives. That's right. So let me ask you this. I see that. I see all the, the events you're doing, big ticketed events. You're with Forbes, you're here, you're there. Right. Um, I mean, you just mentioned the book. I heard you mention coaching. And uh, so basically you're facilitating events. So how many uh, streams uh, or or how many outlets, I'll put it like that, how many outlets uh, do you currently have? I know there's the book, there's coaching and your live events. Is there more?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I do uh, keynotes as well. I just had uh, two big keynote speeches this past week. Um, So keynoting is a big deal. I love keynotes. Uh, cause you know, you, you know, you get a fee, you go in, you have the opportunity in 45 minutes to an hour to really light everybody up and then yeah. you, know, you get to move on, you know? So yeah. those are really cool. So I love keynotes. Um, I do do my own live events and seminars. And one of the reasons I started doing my own live events and seminars is because I saw an opportunity in my local community. I saw a need, um, as I was out there networking and growing my business, I realized that there were a lot of professionals out there that we're struggling with various different things in growing their own businesses. Okay. So I said, you know, what if I started doing some seminars and some workshops to help them with things like networking, social media, mm-hmm. public speaking, like we've done all of these different types of seminars. And the cool thing about it too, is I'll also tell people that have a desire to speak. One of the quickest ways to get a speaking gig is to do your own event. <laughs> you, don't to, exactly. you don't have to ask anybody, for permission, you don't have to compete with any other speakers. You don't have to fit things within their budget. Right. You just gotta plan the event, market the event, fill the fill the seats, and then do your thing. And uh, so, I love doing my own live events. Uh, it's been a great way to grow my circle of influence, and then, of course, um, taking some of that knowledge and you know, I began to productize myself. Mm. Um, I think everybody should be productizing themselves because we all have. Uh, A level of experience and knowledge that we've gained not to keep to ourselves, but to be able to lift other people up, to share that. And one of the best ways to share that knowledge that you've gained uh, throughout your life is to productize yourself through... Whether it's online courses, that's right. Whether that's whether right. it's through a book, um, all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, so there's several several streams of revenue that are coming in to Steve Hopper International right now, and then of course coaching is a big one as well. Nice. Uh, we have private coaching programs, uh, ranging anywhere between five thousand up to fifty thousand. So we've got some, some high level executive CEOs that are coaching with us that are in the $50,000 range. And so, so yeah, so a lot of, a lot of good streams of income and a lot of lives being impacted, which is the most important thing.
0: Yeah. I'm a true believer that, you know, in the beginning it is so exciting to, you know, to be on the stage you got your suit on, you look good and wow, look at what I can do. And then I tell people a lot of times that, you know, once you've done it for a while, you've, gotten your message honed, and you're really comfortable in that space, you'll realize that it's really not about you anymore. Right. It's about what you can do for others, how you can impact their lives, how you can lead someone down the path that is intended for them, because maybe they just didn't get it yet. And right. you're the one showing them that it's possible. That's right. Uh, that's fantastic. So now, I mean, like, uh, what do you got working on? What do you have coming up? What are you working on?
1: Well, we have uh, we have an event that we do, um, we do it twice a year, and it's coming up in October, which is called the $100,000 Handshake. And this event has been one of the most powerful events yet because it started out just to be an event about networking. So mm-hmm. I was bringing entrepreneurs and business professionals in and teaching them some secrets, of, of becoming a master of networking, you know, building a huge network in their community. And, you know, I had all of the bullets laid out for this event. You know, I was going to talk about where to go to network and how to get up and do 30 second commercials properly and, right. and how to do the right follow up and how to find the influential people and all of these different things. And we got, I got to this event and I had the room full of people. And that morning of day one, it's a two day event. Mm -hmm. And the morning of day one, I asked a question and I had no idea, Charles, what kind of reaction this question was going to receive. But, you know, I got up that morning and again, this goes to, you know, power of sharing your story, right? So I got up, I shared my story. And then from there, I transitioned into this first question, which was right now in your business what is the one thing, or in your life, in your business or your life, what is the number one thing right now that you think is holding you back from achieving everything that you want in this life? And we started passing the microphone around the room, and the, what happened was people began to reveal things that I was like, whoa yeah and i found myself there with these people Mm -hmm. encouraging them um walking them through like some really serious stuff bro like we had one lady got up and she started crying and she said i'm about to leave my husband and you know um i mean it was just one person got up and you know began to share a story about you know fear i think fears hold me back well why are you scared And, and that led to Uh, you know, the fact that she had been molested by her uncle when she was seven years old. Mm. And and so, dude, it was like all of the sudden this event went from a content-based how to go out and network better Mm -hmm. event to this life-changing breakthrough type of event. There you go. And the reason it happened and it needed to happen was that when we go out there and we are in our community and we are networking and... So we call it the $100,000 handshake because it's really more than just a handshake and it's right. more than money. Right. It's really what is on the other end of your handshake. In other words, what is on the other end of the handshake this way? Yes. Like what yes. product have you created? Because you're the product, you're always going to be the product. You're the product they're buying. You're the product they're not buying. So what kind of product have you created and what aspects of this product that you have right here? are holding you back. Cause we got to get past those yeah. before you can go out and become a master networker or a master marketer or all of these other things. And you would not believe how much we have in common because <laughs> all this time I said,
0: listen, <clears throat> stop buying everything. And they say, well, what do you mean? I says, don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on other entrepreneurs, speakers, coaches, or trainers, but you don't need everything that everyone has to offer. First of all, You need to know what your starting point is, where you are. Then you need to know what it is that you're going after. You know, what's that thing, that skill, talent, gift, or ability that you're going to monetize or, you know, do something really astronomical with. You need to know what that is. Once you've decided, then you start bringing on the different components and products and services to fortify that thing. I get it. Les Brown is awesome. Tony Robbins is the bomb yeah you're gonna buy the package without knowing what you want you might want to rethink
1: that (laughs) that's right man you know and and yeah so you've got to build a brand and you know when you're building when you're building a personal brand and you know this better than anybody bro because you're doing an amazing amazing job and you know it's funny you mentioned at the beginning of this that you and I have run in a couple of the same circles and and but the beauty of social media is that we get to we get to follow each other and we get to be in each other's business all the time, right? Exactly. <laughs> and we exactly. get to but the good news is, is that we get to root each other on and support each other even from a distance. And yes, you know, I'm always liking your stuff, bro. I'm always watching your stuff. I think you're you're absolutely phenomenal and amazing, bro. And I'm to you. I'm, Thank you so I'm much. proud I'm proud to be your friend, bro, because you bring you bring something to the table that people should be tapping into. And you know, a lot of times people will look at you know, the Tony Robbins and the look at, you know, the Grant Cardone's and the look at yes. all these guys out there that have reached this, this level, mm-hmm. and they do two things. One, they compare themselves to, to those guys and then they're dead in the water. Okay. Yep. Um, and then secondly is they will, will buy into those guys and they will, without realizing that there are guys like Charles Carey and there are guys like Steve Steve Hopper Hopper, that are right in their community that just haven't reached the level yet that Tony Robbins and those guys have, but have all of the qualities that those guys possess, which is that skill to lead people, to guide people, to lift people up, the tools that they need to go to the next level. How
0: long, how many years, and I'm adding on to what you're speaking about, how many years have you really a retooled, refined your your skill set to get where you are right now.
1: Well, honestly, man, it's happened. It happens on a daily basis. So you know, right. I, I I received this calling. Uh, I would say probably, roughly a little over three years ago. But it's been a constant growth process all along. Um, right, and I, that's the
0: thing, right there. Right, you know, right. whether it's three years or thirty years, right. There's no. Formula that says that if you do these exact things, this will happen at this point. The point is, don't do it if you don't love it, which is why I say again, right? Know what your starting point is because some people are just jumping on the latest trend, the latest Fed, uh, it's about the dollar amount, not realizing that you're not really where you're supposed to be. And I'm sorry, my second book is called The Line by Design. If you're not aligned by design you're gonna fizzle real fast and then you're gonna be looking for the next best thing
1: right yeah if you try and and this was a struggle man and I don't know if you went through this at all personally but I know I did you know comparison was one of those things in the beginning that was was holding was holding me back in a big way yeah and what I would do is I would look at other guys that were succeeding Mm -hmm. and I would say you know well maybe I could try that approach right and almost did kind of like this little copycat thing mm-hmm. and, you know, not stealing people's stuff or nothing like that, but, but, you know, comparing yourself and saying, sure. well, I like that approach. I could try that approach. Right. And it didn't work for me, bro, because one, it didn't feel authentic to me because right. it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I was trying what somebody else was doing right. and trying to do it the way that they were doing it. And ultimately at the end of the day, when I finally came to that realization that, hey, listen, um, use some of the same tools that these guys are using to right. deliver their message and to look, to deliver their special uniqueness to the market. Use some of the same tools like your social media and video and, and all of these podcasting and all of these other different kinds of things, but but give them Steve Hopper. Don't give them anything other than Steve Hopper. And if they don't like Steve Hopper, that's okay because you don't have to be everybody's cup of tea, bro. Some, that's some right. people like their tea with sugar. Some people like it with sweet, you know, artificial sweetener. Some of them like right. it black, you know, whatever. But don't try to be everybody's cup of tea. Just go be, you give your heart to them. Just pour your heart out and the people that are going to want to be in your space are going to show up yeah. in your space.
0: Yeah, you know, one of the things uh, that you're talking about, it's so important also because, you know, you have to find out who your authentic self is. Who, what, How do you show up as the best version of yourself? And many times, even in the learning or the training process, um, we're told sometimes to do a particular thing in a particular way. And you right. may find that, now nah, that really doesn't work for me. And so you have right. to, I call it discernment. You have to be able to discern, you know, really, again, how God wants you to walk. Um, And it doesn't mean that the teachers are teaching you wrong, but it may not really cater to the authentic voice that you have, the authentic style that you have. You know, you've got these uh, speakers that are over the top with all this energy, and they're yelling at you, and they're screaming at you, and they're doing it, and it's good, and you can learn from it, I can learn from it, but it's not our style, you know, and If they're teaching, they may expect people to show more energy. Well, if you're a reserved person, I'm sure there are people out there that look to be taught by people that have a similar personality and a similar learning style. And it's funny because
1: I am one of those guys that kind of gets up and yells at them every now and then.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's all good. I thought that I'm more reserved than calm. But as I've gotten older, I don't know if it's the appetite and the thirst for it. Sometimes I just tell them, Get out, leave. Yeah. If you're not going to do, you know, whatever the thing is, you're wasting your time. It's funny. I, always, I know they're like, whoa.
1: I always tell my audience, I'm like, listen, y'all, I'm like, I, I might get a little bit loud in here. I might get a little rough in here. And it ain't because I'm mad. It's because I'm extremely passionate. So y'all don't take it the wrong yeah. way. Right. Just roll right. with it.
0: <laughs> That's all good.
1: So I told the, some, I spoke to a, a big group of teachers here recently uh-huh. uh, to get ready for the upcoming school year. And uh, one of the things I was talking about was um, their attitude when they come in every day and how, the impact that it's going to have on these students and the importance of the role that they have. And I went around and I, and I said to him, I said, listen, I said, how many of y'all are tired? How many of y'all are just tired? You've been doing this for a long time and you're just tired. And several hands went up and I said, quit, just quit then. Right. Cause if you've lost your fire, if you've lost your passion, if you're tired, and your attitude shows that, then you need to quit and go do something else because these kids' lives are way too important because there may be a kid that's walking in your classroom this year that is, is contemplating committing suicide. And you may have been that person if your attitude would have been different that yes. could have spoke life into that student that saved their life. And so your role is way too important for you to come in here tired, yeah. with a bad attitude so if that's where you're at and you can't get past that and you can't find your fire and your passion again then quit yeah man it's too important that was that was a great <laughs> message because, yeah
0: and, and, and well i don't need to expand on it because that's it in the nutshell yeah but i think that sometimes i know even myself you know i found that i says man is my presentation stale maybe i need to spice it up so we tweak things from time to time right And i guess that would be the same thing for those teachers you know they that's have right. to realize that maybe they can tweak it maybe they can upgrade it you know because the world is getting younger and younger and uh, we got to be ready to relate to the world on the world's terms you can't teach today's kids with lessons and styles from the 50s or the 40s i mean yeah the foundation is the same but we've got to be able to upgrade relate to identify with so that's that's great now did you tell me that um you have something coming up soon. You have something
1: you're working on. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, the $100,000 handshake, which right. is coming up in right. October, and that's a good. It's a two-day intensive seminar, very, very powerful uh, business and personal development seminar. Um, we still, uh, it's not a, it's not just a breakthrough style event. There's definitely okay. a little bit of that takes place when it presents itself, right? It's not. We don't go in with the plan or the intention of hey. We're going we're gonna to just do a bunch of breakthrough stuff with people. Um, but if it, if it presents itself and if people are in that space and they need a breakthrough, then we'll, we'll pause and we'll do that breakthrough. But yeah. it's still very content driven and it's really designed ultimately to help people go out, become better networkers, build a bigger circle of influence. So that's one event that we have coming up. I've got another event in January that I'm doing with Dwayne Spires in Tampa that is going to be a three-day personal development event. Uh, we're going to be calling it success for life summit and it's going to be, I mean, Dwayne Spires, if you're not familiar with him, if you're not following him on social media, definitely go look him up. He's a rock star. Okay. Uh, focuses on, um, helping, uh, martial arts studios across the country develop really? their, yeah, develop their after school programs and things like that. So he's a very high level speaker, very high level coach and, uh, Drives around in his orange Lamborghini, you know, flossing and showing off to everybody. But, but an amazing dude. He's the real deal. I very good friend of mine. So we're gonna do this big event. We may end up bringing a, a few other speakers in for that event um, because it's gonna be a full three day, very powerful okay. event, you know. And in the meantime, man, in between these events, you know, we're just doing some keynotes and we're gotcha. yeah, gotcha. we're we're developing again, productizing. Like I, I spoke to you before we jumped on here sure, about. Sure creating some online courses to just really get that out to more people, that kind of information. So,
0: so what's your, um, I always call it the Oprah moment. What's your Oprah moment or your Oprah dream or your, you know, big picture thing, like when it's all set and done, what is it that you would like to have, uh, as part of your
1: legacy? You know, it's funny. People ask me that mm-hmm. often. And I believe that true success in life is when you become part of somebody else's testimony.
0: Mm, Nice. I like that,
1: Steve. And Charles, the last three years have been so life-changing, not only for me, but for the people that God has put in my space. And so I've already accomplished that in, 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 in a lot of people's lives. And my goal, and for me, the perfect scenario would be that I continue to do that and do it on such a large level that God allows me to live on this earth long enough and keeps me healthy long enough to, to, to do that to, to so many more people and to have that opportunity with so many more people. And ultimately the end game for me would be that, um, I'm building, I'm building this because I want to leave it behind to my kids. And so while I have this focus of going out and becoming part of other people's testimonies, you know, making such an impact on them that it literally changes their lives, Mm -hmm. but also developing it in such a way that my children can take it over one day if they choose to, and they can continue to build that legacy. You know, it's so funny. I'm on Facebook and I, I see Zig's stuff all the time. And I know that his kids are there in the background, just pushing yeah. Uh, his message and his love and his encouragement, they're, they're still pushing it out there like he's still with us now. Right, right. And to me, that is, to me, that's the ultimate legacy that somebody could leave behind, to leave something behind, to have such an impact mm-hmm. that their children are still able, that they're still able to have that impact long after they're gone. So the end game for me would be to be in a position that I've created something, that would continue to impact lives after I'm gone.
0: And you know, it's, again, it's crazy. At least two times in this conversation, I and mean, I'm laughing and smiling inside because I'm like, wow, that's the exact same thing I feel. You know, I told my, uh, my children once before, I said, you really think that the Ronald McDonald or the Heinz kids care about Heinz ketchup or tomato paste or whatever, it's not about the 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 popular product is about right. what it does for your lifestyle. It's about right. how it can have impact at the end of the day. And you know, when it's all said and done, the fact that it's the thing, whatever the widget is, it's the product, right. service that just keeps on giving. So don't look at look at things like, well I don't want to be involved with ketchup <laughs> or I don't want to be involved with sugar. It's not about the ketchup or yeah. the sugar. It's about what the sugar and the ketchup will do for you. And that's how it can right. be a big uh, benefit to someone else outside of you. So that's, that's,
1: yeah. Amazing, man. Yeah, so- that's, that's cool. It's funny. I've already got my 10 year old, one of my daughters uh, is, she's already taken advantage and she's already jumped on it. And we'll see if she, we'll see how long she sticks with it. But she's already speaking. She already wants to speak. She's already nice. working on her first book at 10 years old. So as of right now, she looks like she's the one that might take this and run with it. Uh, as far as the legacy goes but you never know. You know yeah they they all might get involved I got four I've got three girls and a boy uh, the boy's eight years old he's the youngest all he wants to do right now is ride dirt bikes and play out in the yard with his friends okay you know at some point he'll find his way I'm sure whatever that might be but but yeah man you're right it's uh it's it's about building something that will have a positive effect again the ability to influence, right? Yeah. You'll have the ability to influence people in a positive way, even after we're all gone. And man, I know again, hats off to you, bro, because I know that you're doing just that as well in your walk and in your business. I can see the, the books behind you. I can see the, the stuff that you're doing, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. You're, you're building that legacy, man. And, and I encourage anybody that's listening to this right now, and I know you encourage this to them too. Like, stop playing games. Like, we don't know how much time we have here. Start building your legacy. God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. So if you have a fear of stepping out there and starting to do these types of things, that spirit of fear is not coming from God. Then where is it coming from? It's coming from somebody that does not want you to go experience true joy in life and be successful and be happy. So recognize that step out there and just start building your legacy, period.
0: Wow. Wow. That, that's strong, man. So how can people get in, in touch with you?
1: Um, well, they can follow me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Uh, all three of those are at Steve Hopper Speaks. Uh, they can also visit Steve Hopper, uh, Steve Hopper Speaks.com. Yes. And uh, I would love to connect with everybody on social media and uh, yeah, man. So just reach out to me. I'm one of those guys that if you send me a message and say, "Hey, can I hop on the call? With, can I hop on a call with you for a few minutes?" I'm gonna find the time to make that happen. Um, I have. There's been several times over the years that I've reached out to people that I looked up to and and just wanted, just wanted some encouragement from them, and couldn't yeah. get them on the phone. They were just too busy for me. And I always said to myself, I, understand. I am never going to be that guy, no matter what. Yep. And honestly, man, it's because I made that decision to be that guy. There's been a couple people that have had some life altering changes because I picked up the phone and got on the phone with them. And wow. so I'm just, I'm excited to be that kind of guy. So reach out to me if you want to chat with me, we'll make it happen.
0: Man, we've got to do something one day soon.
1: Yeah, we will, man, for sure. <laughs>
0: Thanks for getting on the call. Um, Thanks for having me. Speaking with you and finding out that we have so many things in common. So folks, if you uh, just joined in, check out the replay if you can. But this has been a wonderful opportunity of sharing with someone that really has a heart for people. The Influencers Influencer. None other than Steve Hopper. I appreciate you. And you know what I always say, folks. You got to radiate the brain, change the game. See you next time. you should know. I know. Everybody knows.